There were cheers on the ground at New Mexico Spaceport America as Virgin Galactic's mothership Eve took off just after 9 this morning. Suspended under the mothership is Virgin Galactic's spaceship, Unity. Now, six people were on board Unity, including New Mexican native Jamila Gilbert. Video from inside the spacecraft shows the excitement as they were released from the mothership for their ascent into space. More cheers erupted on the ground as the ship reached the edge of space. Virgin Galactic reports the craft went more than 54 miles up, passing the 50-mile boundary for space as set by NASA. There's no audio on the video inside the spacecraft provided by Virgin Galactic, but the excitement of the crew members is clearly visible as they experience weightlessness and view Earth from the edge of space. Gilbert can be seen breaking into tears as she looks out the window of the spacecraft. I'm Damian Willis, and this is the Reporter's Notebook from the Las Cruces Sun News, a podcast in which we attempt to pull back the curtain on our reporting process while diving deeper into some of the biggest stories of the week. This week, we're joined by Las Cruces native Jamila Gilbert, who joined Virgin Galactic in 2019 where she's been an integral part of the company, leading internal communications. On Thursday, May 25th, she was aboard the Unity 25 suborbital spaceflight. Jamila attended New Mexico State University studying linguistics, museum conservation, anthropology, and studio arts. As a Latina woman of Pura Pechen Mexican roots, a visual artist, and a communications professional who speaks four languages, Jamila doesn't come from a technical or engineering background. Now, the 34-year-old is the third Virgin Galactic woman to fly to space, joining the first 100 women astronauts in history. She's also among only 16 Hispanic astronauts. Later, we'll be joined by Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham to talk about what the successful Virgin Galactic launch and the apparently imminent commercial space flights could mean for the state's future. I'm happy to have them both joining us this week. First, Jamila, thank you so much for uh, making time to talk to us on this uh, momentous day, especially for you. (laughs) Of course. Um, yeah, no, it has been a really wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, I'm still, if, if there's anything higher than a cloud nine, that's what I'm on. Uh, it, it feels like we just got back and I realize it's been a few hours now. So maybe that's the time dilation. I'm not sure, but it's been uh, just an incredible journey, even leading up to today. And then today was just the, the most incredible, uh, most incredible day of my life. We should uh, let everyone know that uh, we're actually recording this on Thursday, May 25th, the, the day you flew on the Unity 25 <laughs> flight. And you've only been That's- back on Earth for about four hours now. <laughs> exactly, yes. And um, no, it's, uh, we, we took off this morning and it was just, it was just beautiful. The conditions were, were phenomenal. And, uh, you know, even the days leading up to this, have just been exquisite and uh this has been <laughs> and, and i'm sorry if i if i have a loss for words on on this it's i'm i'm still processing <laughs> uh what i saw earlier today which was the brilliance of our planet and and space and and a crescent moon and, and 
oximetry and uh, and this comes this comes after this comes following a, a rocket ride and uh, it, it, so uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's first kind of it's a lot to take in <laughs> yes it, it really it really is Damien <laughs> uh, Jamila having grown up in Las Cruces and attended NMSU what did this opportunity mean to you it is so special uh, it was so special and it's just been such an honor to get to represent my community and the community uh, in which we operate and and uh, get to get to just sh- sh- come back and I'm, I'm haven't even gotten to speak with so much of our team that is here uh, in Las Cruces and they, they live here in Southern New Mexico. Uh, I am, you know, it, we get to space together. It is, it is so much collective work and passion and dedication and uh, we can't do it on our own. We can't do it by ourselves. And and uh, just at this location, I am I'm one of about 300 uh, New Mexico-based teammates. And to to have what was the most incredible moment uh, and experience of my life that I will be putting into words for probably the rest of my life, trying to uh, describe what what exactly this is like, and coming back to Earth and landing at Spaceport America at the Gateway to Space and seeing those calling colleagues and, co- and co-workers and, and, and my friends and uh, just seeing the list on their faces that that uh, we're about to start this commercial journey it was just inc- it was incredible it was it was something else so this has been an absolute honor an absolute privi- privilege I, I, I grew up in downtown Las Cruces and uh, you know it's a 50 minute drive to the street I grew up on and to go to space from that, <laughs> from your neighborhood, it's just unbelievable. It has been the most unreal day, the most special day, and uh, entirely, entirely unique. I wanted to to talk to you a little bit about your background because it's so interesting um, in that you, you didn't really go to school to to do anything like what you're doing right now. How did this all come together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you always think that spaceflight makes you look to the future and it makes you think of what can be and and where we're going to travel to and what we're going to do. And, and I have to say that I've spent a lot of time over these last few weeks thinking actually about the past and, and those different connection points and those different conversations and those, you know, those all of Every little step that has somehow brought me, uh, New Mexico University State grad, <laughs> to to space today, and uh, and it's just really really hard to put to put into words. But it's yeah, it's been um, it, it's been fantastic, and uh, my my background has been very varied. Uh, I've gone to try my hand at a lot of passions and a lot of things that I've just really wanted to uh, to work on, and and I've just I've I've been so grateful for the different types of experiences that I've had in my life in the different, uh, you know, the kind of different career paths, which I think is what you're getting at. You know, I studied, yeah. I studied museum conservation from, from NMSU, uh, at one of two undergraduate, uh, universities, uh, pro- programs in the, in the nation, um, for that. And I, I got to work at the Smithsonian and I got to work in collections at National Museum of the American Indian. And that was such an amazing, amazing experience. And, and, uh, you know, I studied, I studied languages. I, I was, I, I love linguistics. I love communicating with people. All of these things do not or should not 
lead and end to space flight, right? Like, that, <laughs> but, like on paper, that doesn't really map. <laughs> but part of what this company is doing here in our own backyard is making it so that different people from different backgrounds from different countries that maybe their country doesn't have a space program, uh, they have this resource, this availability, they have a connection to it, and it becomes something that is more attainable. The idea of space travel itself becomes more attainable and relatable. And uh, it, it <laughs> I just, I have no words, Damien. It just, it, it, it <laughs> me- meant the world. <laughs> um, I, 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 <laughs> at the risk of, uh, of you not having the words, can you kind of explain for our listeners what your flight experience was like as somebody who doesn't come from a, a technical background, you know? Absolutely. Um, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to try to condense it here into a short few minutes and, and tell you about it. But, um, so I, I was told in, in, uh, in February that, uh, I was extended the opportunity to see if I would like to go to space. And, and, uh, since then, We've been we've been meeting kind of like what the an entire opportunity is for a customer. It's an end to end, as if we had purchased a ticket, and of course we're on a slightly condensed timeline, right? But it was it was speaking to our our uh, astronaut office, and it was speaking to our medical team and our training team, uh, and and going through these discussions about what space flight means, right? Having done that over the past many months, but again in a condensed timeline. And then we get into uh, training week, which is this week, and uh, best week of my life. It was incredible. It was it was, it was just a really fantastic moment. And um, in this week, we uh, it's three days of training, and that is it's consultations with the medical team, with the astronaut training team, who is fantastic and just out of this world. So you know, please please mind the pun, uh, and uh, and getting prepared and really getting your headspace right of what space travel what space flight is going to be like when you go up in VSS unity in this particular spaceship uh, and that is carried up by our mothership and walking you through, getting really comfortable with that flight profile. So you know what that's going to look like, what it's going to feel like, uh, how to, should you want to, how you can unstrap and get out of your, of your seat and float in feel weightlessness and, and float around the cabin and look back at earth and look at space. Something tells me you, you probably wanted to. A hundred percent. I did want to. And I, and I'm so happy that I did. It was phenomenal. Were, oh, were you nervous? I was well, sorry. I, Damien, yeah. I am being told that there is a celebration waiting for me. Uh, and then I'm going to have to go. So I, I am so sorry to cut our time. Oh short, my but, gosh. Um, no, no problem. And thank you so much for your time today, Jamila. You got it. It was, it was incredible. It was incredible. And if um, there's one takeaway, it's just that so many people are going to travel to our home state and they are going to have the most profound experience of their lives. And that is going to give them a connection to the state of New Mexico in such a way <laughs> they're going to want to come back again. They're going to fall in love with space. They're going to fall in love with the planet. And, uh, and this is going to continue to be just such a phenomenal industry. For, well for said, us. well said. Thank yeah. you again for your time. I appreciate it. And congratulations. Thank you so much, Damien. You take care. Cheers. <laughs> now we're joined by governor Michelle Lujan Grisham to discuss the impact of Thursday's successful space flight. First, Governor, thank you for making time to talk to us today. Oh, you're welcome. This is exciting news. 
There was certainly a lot of excitement leading up to Thursday's launch, and I imagine that is going to continue to build over the next month or so as we get closer to commercial space flights happening from New Mexico. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know, as you've already, I think, reported uh, fifth and final test flight, uh, barring some weather, they've really had uh, a series of very smooth, effective flights. Uh, they've moved 100 staff here. I'm loving their work to stand up what I'm calling their uh, astronaut school or campus. And frankly, when I'm out and about there, uh, grade schools, mid schools, high schools, this is incredibly interesting to students. And I met a, a student yesterday, I think a fourth grader, as we were announcing our special education elevation and focus. And he had no idea about the spaceport. He didn't know about these flights and he didn't know that there was an astronaut campus in the work and, uh, and training center. And this kid, the look on his Face was enough, right, to keep my enthusiasm going for not just several months, but years. Uh, it is the thing that will draw not just the Mexicans into these fields and STEM fields and will keep us on the map in a way that we deserve since a lot of this sort of, you know, space work originated in New Mexico, but has the whole world paying attention, particularly as we move quicker than anyone else on the commercial space flight side of it. So it is exciting. So you actually, you had a chance to make it down uh, on Thursday for the space flight? I wasn't there. Um, I was already announcing the special education uh, elevation, so I, I couldn't quite do both. Oh, But I that's have right. been there for a test flight, and they're fantastic. And I'm, I'm going to admit, because it's the truth, so I would always tell you the truth, that until I was a governor, uh, it had been well before even a groundbreaking at the spaceport. I hadn't been. And it is incredibly exciting, the whole aspect, the, the, the drive up, the visual as you get there, the walk through the glass area for the hangars, the incredible waiting area, the outside where the launches occur. I mean, the whole thing uh, for for us novices, someone like me, is right out of the movie. And that is part of this experience, right? You're getting science, you're getting safety, you're getting innovation, you're seeing us transition into tourism and commercial spaceflight. We know that they're also going to have any number of payloads that uh, – give us an edge on any number of those research projects, partnering with the federal work that's still ongoing. I mean, it is incredibly exciting. And I can, in my own, you know, sort of future, the next three years, I can see the, the building, right, of, a, uh, of additional, not only hangars, but educational places and places for people to live and work closer to the spaceport. And there are young astronauts who are interested in a very self-sustainable, modern living experience there. It's fascinating, cutting edge, and frankly, it is what New Mexico is known for. And now we need to sustain that knowledge and enthusiasm. And that's what this is going to do. 
Yeah, I you kind of touched on the educational aspect, but can you speak a little more about what this successful mission means for New Mexico? I know you've stressed the business impact that space tourism could have here, too. It, it will. I mean, already uh, the spaceport has a sizable economic impact. Virgin Galactic has a sizable economic impact. Uh, and um, the STEM issues, I just want to sort of point out that, frankly, 9,400 STEM degrees uh, happened in New Mexico just last year. So making sure that, in addition to opportunity scholarships, right, that are Free college is creating record enrollment, record first-time student enrollment. But these are the jobs that keep New Mexicans here. You have to do two things. You have to have available, high-paying career choices. But the career choices really have to meet sort of the future vision of workers and the spaceport and spaceflight and commercial flight because it's all of it does exactly that. And I will tell you that we're predicting that the space industry uh, by 2030 is $900 billion, so less than a decade. And New Mexico ought to have a sizable portion of that effort. And uh, frankly, you know, we already do. And Governor, I think that really kind of resonates, kind of hits home with students who might be studying at NMSU right now looking at uh, engineering degrees because so many of those jobs we end up losing to other states. And this certainly provides a way that they can stay right here and in many cases close to home. Uh, No question. Uh, Look, uh, we, uh, this is not what you asked me or not your point, and I love your point, but we are doing far better today economically and far better today getting folks, you know, young people and returning students and families alike back into training and education for the careers of their choice. And in fact, we're doing a much better job where we are seeing the tide turn where young people are interested in careers and jobs in New Mexico and wanting to stay here. Given that, that's not to say that some folks, right, aren't moving away. Forty people are moving a day to Albuquerque, as an example. But this tells Texas, as an example, which has a robust, right, engineering educational uh, environment and a robust recruiting environment that Texas better be careful because not only are we going to educate our we, own, we can play ball too. Our own, yeah, we can do it too. And how great is it to be able to stay? And this is, you know, uh, the point that our uh, new astronaut made, uh, Jamila, yesterday, a mile, I mean, an hour from where she grew up, her driveway, she's flying to space. This is the kind of opportunity that New Mexicans are hungry for should be, I'm excited about, and I do. I think absolutely it draws people's attention to the opportunity to be entrepreneurs, engineers, and scientists, and uh, uh, aeronautical engineers, and flight specialists for Virgin Galactic and any number of other partners. That's exactly what it does. If you want a footprint into both an economic and scientific and innovation area, 
You have to build the foundation for that. So we built it, and Virgin Galactic and this last test flight are our clear indicator that we are moving and forging ahead in meaningful ways. And so yesterday, even though I wasn't there, I was incredibly enthusiastic and put it into my special education uh, remarks because no matter what kind of student you are, where you're getting your education or what you need, these opportunities ought to be available to you too. I I saw you tweeting about it uh, pretty vigorously. When I spoke to Jamila, actually just a few hours after landing, actually, she noted that as Virgin Galactic customers come to visit New Mexico, and and many of those for the first time, they're sure to fall in love with the state and keep coming back to it. Do you have thoughts on that? Our tourism uh, is uh, an incredible industry and has done remarkably well. Uh, if I use last year's data, right, we were nearly double the national average for tourism increases post-COVID. So incredible. This is another area where the southern part of the state, uh, uh, notwithstanding Las Cruces proper, I mean, Old Mesilla, La Posta, such incredible agricultural history, some of the oldest vineyards in America. I mean, it is incredible. But, you know, when you think about tourism in that regard in New Mexico, people still have an unfair focus on the plaza in Santa Fe. And while I want everyone to go everywhere, the spaceport, and when they come and they have this incredible experience and they get to see all these surrounding communities and you see the burgeoning creative economy in truth or consequences, and now the sort of nature preserve uh, also ecotourism that Uh, the Ted Turner properties are engaging in. Yes, I think people are going to fall in love with New Mexico in greater numbers, which means they come back, which means their kids. And I, uh, this may be a little unfair to you. You might be a little too young for this. But, you know, there are, when I travel, I'm 64. I'll be 64 shortly. When I travel, I run in countless individuals who tell me that as a kid they came to New Mexico and it was uh, Boys and Girl Scouts and being up in the north and at Philmont Ranch they had these incredible memories Route 66 we are creating the newest version of those kinds of memories when families come to the spaceport, see these launches are part of the tourism even if they're not flying, just being there to see it this is going to be incredible for our tourism. Is incredible. There, is there anything that you would like to add, Governor, that we haven't discussed yet? You know, just a couple of things. Look, I mean, already uh, they're spending Virgin Galactic as one, this the anchor tenant, but just one tenant, $225 million. They helped to build that in Spaceport America. We're seeing ancillary services. So, you know, uh, uh, look, it's, it's been uh, uh, worth every single bit of public investment to create the right ecosystem. What you did yesterday by focusing on an individual's lifelong dream and opportunity and experience is the right stuff, if you don't mind, if I use that such great <laughs> quote about this area <laughs> of the, effort. The old, the old Tom Wolf reference. That's right. It is. We are the right stuff. New Mexico leads or often 
first in so many areas and because we still have challenges. And what I'm okay with in like behavioral health and talking about these challenges is that New Mexicans don't forget that we've got work to do. I need that. I need that focus. But this is an opportunity to also celebrate. This is iconic. It's incredible. It's life-changing. And we predicted and demonstrated that this would occur here, and it did. And this is a time for real recognition and celebration. And I'm happy to be able to say so directly to you. You said it's life-changing. It was certainly life-changing for Jamila. She, I, listen, I was trying to get like the facts, you know, I was trying to be, I, I got to talk to her. She was so good to me in preparation to talk to you. And she doesn't need to talk to me. And she was so gracious. And she was, I could, I could, I could, I could literally hear, I thought, jumping up and down. She, uh, and that's exactly that the way she was talking to me. Like I could hear oh. her jumping. She was just giggling and jumping up and down. She basically told me that flight with it was as smooth as butter. I'm like, oh, I need to get on one of those flights. I'm going to have to start saving right now. I'm going to have to be an Uber driver for the next 10 years. And I think it might be worth it. Um, and just the way she described and the feeling of weightlessness, she did a really effective description to me, you know, when the rocket separates and you get into that orbit uh, uh, phase, what I'm calling the orbit phase, but the weightless, you're in space. It, look, there are very few people still in the world who can describe that. And a hometown young woman. Yeah, and there are fewer women who can describe that, certainly. A Hispanic. And then while we've had some iconic, you know, a Hispanic astronaut or two, um, this is incredible. And she's going to inspire all of these, you know, uh, Latina and Hispanic men and women all around the world. Yeah. Dream big. And that was amazing for me to hear yesterday, too. So I was so delighted that she took the time. But, yeah, she was literally, for me, giddy with the experience and the excitement. And that will last, I predict, her whole life. I, I think How it will, too. I think it will, How too. amazing is that? Governor, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you, you making time for us. Anytime. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. You got it. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Reporter's Notebook. We also have a newsletter sharing some of the biggest stories of the week you may have missed. You can find all of our reporting in the Las Cruces Sun News. A special thanks goes out to Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham and Jamila Gilbert for joining us this week. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many of the places you find your favorite podcasts. Thanks to KOB4 in Albuquerque for the extra audio heard in this week's episode. This has been the Reporter's Notebook from the Las Cruces Sun News. I'm your host, Damian Willis. This week's podcast was written and produced by me. You can find all our local reporting brought to you daily by reporters who live and work in Las Cruces at www.lcsun-news.com. For all of us at The Sun News, thank you for the privilege of your time.